0: Jeez.
1: Recorded live,
0: hello, Mary.
1: Hi, Laura. How are you?
0: Very well, thank you. How are you? Good.
1: I'm good. that's wonderful good. i
0: love I love punctuality. It was so wonderful to see your name uh and you know then talk to you when I actually logged in. It's
1: great. <laughs> I'm good. well, that said you were punctual, so I thought I'd better be too.
0: Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. Well, why you not. know, I, I think it's a huge message that I value your time and mine. So right, right. Why why delay when we are both ready? And this right. is important. So yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. So I was actually looking at both your contract and the notes uh, that we, you know, of our first conversation, and it sounds like you're really ready to start your coaching practice, having allowing yourself to do things that um that would you know you would have more fun and at the same time using everything that you have been interested in learning for yourself and then you're ready to um, to share it now
1: mhm i think so yeah i hope so yeah <laughs> i've been <laughs> dragging my feet for quite a while and what is it that uh,
0: you did mention a little bit of the fear of failure or fear of success what what would happen if you said so they know that you you have um you're doing all you know, wonderful projects, retching houses with Tina and uh, mm-hmm. you, you are working are you working part time right now?
1: Mhm. Yeah, yeah, actually for Tina.
2: <laughs>
0: right, yes, you mentioned that. Absolutely, I remember that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: how much how much do you enjoy that?
1: Uh, your work itself? <laughs> My work? Um I enjoyed it quite a bit in the beginning. Now I am just kinda itching to move on. Okay. I mean, it's not unpleasant, and I don't, you know, I like all the people I work with, but the work itself is um, not, um, you know, exciting to me right now, yeah. and I'd like a little more excitement. Yes. Yes. And uh, before we start full
0: on, I wanted to hear from you what have been things that you could call successes in the last week or two? And it could be absolutely anything. And I always love starting with successes because it's a huge motivator. I can tell
1: you more about it. Okay. Um, Well, I made an offer on another house. I got a house ready to sell. So I also work on houses. Right. And um, I've been riding my bike a little bit. And, um, And I finally filled out that contract for you. Yes. (laughs) Yesterday, late. (laughs) And um, let's see, successes. Hmm. I've been networking a little bit more, you know, kind of sticking my neck out there more than I am comfortable with. You know, meeting some different people and making some new friends and different, you know, more that people in, uh, small business people, you know. Yeah. Um, And uh, things like that. Wonderful. That that sounds like a, a lot actually.
0: Mm-hmm. So it feels like a if, lot. Yeah. Oh that, absolutely. Yeah, well the huge piece is that, uh, you know, made an offer on a house and you're riding your bike. Those are things that you've been doing all along. But um the networking is really a challenging area for uh, mm-hmm. you know, most entrepreneurs putting ourselves mm-hmm. out there is uh it's really what is the antidote for dragging your feet and moving forward really Mhm mhm absolutely so let's let's think of one of the i uh, just came back from um leading a three day training in mexico and um for entrepreneurs and we were talking about the incredible the incredible power of um differentiating so we actually stand out mhm and um in order, I know that one of the things that you would love to do is create a business plan that will have a step-by-step action so you can actually, you know, achieve the goals that you want mm-hmm. and putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have been working with some clients. Is that true?
1: Um, yeah, but not paying clients. You know, I I've been doing it for free, um, just kind of testing the waters.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Uh, how how has it been for you? Have you been doing with family, friends, or
1: um, mostly people that I used to work with? Okay. Um. Yeah, and family doesn't work so well. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <But> some people <laughs> yeah. some people try it. So. All right. They, they don't want to yeah. hear my crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Friends, actually, uh, Tina started um, coaching uh, another person we just kind of started hanging out with here recently. She's one of the people that is a small business person. She does uh, social media and event planning and that kind of stuff and and she really has some money issues. So she just started working with her and uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. She's she's a good uh, client, I think, or going to be a good one. Wonderful,
0: yeah, because she's really... She has something really special to offer probably to both of you as entrepreneurs and if she has money issues, she's not going to really uh, right. Take the steps to actually have have a business, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And uh, have you? So, how many clients have you worked with so far? Oh, mm-hmm. probably
1: six or seven. Okay,
0: okay. So you get a sense of, and you would been working with um, mostly like small business owners or or not? Um,
1: no, mostly just um, employees. Okay. Uh, and one one's an author. Okay. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: A couple of retired people, but not really. I hadn't yet been working with it. I've been. That's what I'm hoping to branch into. Small yeah. business owners. Yeah. Oh, good. So
0: you you really would like to work with business owners at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Okay. Awesome. Um. Because one of the things that, I, that I've noticed is that it's really, really important to identify who your target market is in order mm-hmm. to actually attract those people. And there's, right. very, you know, there's key components in doing that. And um, you know, I think that it would be a good idea for us to talk today about what a little bit of a business plan that we're going to lay out and notice any uh, potential blocks that may come up as okay. we're talking about it. Does that sound like a good plan? Sure. Great. Wonderful. Have you noticed anything at all when you thought, okay, we're starting, this is the day? Uh, Has anything come up for you just with the idea of saying, okay, I'm I'm doing these?
1: Has anybody anything at all? Yeah. Anything come up? Uh, Yeah. I would say, um, well, kind of like, oh, crap, now I have to do something, you know. (laughs) Now I actually have to put my money where my mouth is. Right. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a little scary. I don't know why, but, um, yeah, I mean, I have to get out there, I guess, um, I mean, I'm ready to start, but in a way, uh, you know, I, you always feel, or I do, like I don't know quite enough yet. Okay. You know, that's probably the biggest thing.
0: So feeling like you don't know quite enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. And how is how is that different from Tina? Has
0: Tina been doing this longer or?
1: No, actually I've been doing it longer. She's um I think she has some of the same concerns. I mean, you know, uh she she's wants to leave her job, you know, right. and do this full time and that's you know, she makes pretty good money where she's at and that's a that's a scary step, you know. Yeah. So uh you no, know, I told her I was going to be working with you. I said, "Well, you know, whatever she tells me to do, you know, I'll tell you to do, and <laughs> or you can, do, or I'll tell you what it is, and maybe you know, help move us both forward." But yeah, um, yeah, I think That's, she yeah. feels like she doesn't have quite enough experience. Although she, you know, I I listened in on her call last night or sat in with her, and, and I thought she did a pretty good job. You know, using Margaret's plan, doing the money map, mm-hmm. she did a pretty good job. So, but yeah, but it's,
0: it's it's gaining some confidence and. um and you as well gave me some confidence. How did mm-hmm. you feel when you were working with clients? Did you feel like there were moments where you didn't know what you were doing or that, or you were like, you know what, I, I got these. I'm, I'm, I feel pretty solid.
1: Um, I feel pretty good. Uh, I was pretty comfortable with most of it. But I think because these people, you know, I was doing it for free and they're just kind of, they weren't overly motivated to make any changes. Yes. And and so some of them, a couple of them were really good, and, and I really enjoyed and felt like we, we you know, um, made a lot of progress, and, and others were like, you know, you can tell they weren't going to do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. But my big thing was I didn't feel like um, I, I I like st- structure, you know. I like to know what mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing next, and it just doesn't always flow that way. Yes. You know, uh, so I, I guess I kind of wish I had a game plan, or an outline just you know what I wanna accomplish in a session, and I've had some before, but apparently it's not enough or not right for me right. Uh, but, but there's a, yeah, just, I want to get from point a to point B, and I'm not sure for one where point B is all the time, and then exactly how to get what to do, yeah, okay.
0: and one of um. One of the things that I have noticed is that with humans, some people are very linear, so you can do point A to point B quite easily and they will follow. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that are actually spirally. <laughs> so yeah. their lines are very twisty, you know, mm-hmm. and there's, there's a lot to it. Uh, I think that that is both the art of coaching and and definitely more a coaching component than more of a, therapeutic or deep healing component because when the because i do both you're going to Mm -hmm. notice that we're going to address pieces that are basically emotional and when we actually touch into emotional pieces Mm -hmm. emotions are not very linear right emotions you know it's about containing them yes absolutely you can have struct, you know processes that help somebody Mm release those emotions and sometimes that leads to either something else or it's you know can get complex in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could see how you could create and it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. that as a relatively new coach mm-hmm. uh it is a good idea to have a structure that is containing your process, so you also feel you know more confident more Mm -hmm. secure in what you're doing it makes a lot of sense right that people are going to stay within these boundaries like Mm -hmm. they're all over the place does Mm -hmm. does that do you resonate with that Mm -hmm. yeah 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 because otherwise if you go into like more of the emotional realm, sometimes it can be it can get complicated Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary, have you always used tapping? Is uh, Are you a certified uh, tapping person? Or I know that you know hypnotherapy and this other thing, you know. But yeah, um,
1: mostly. I did yeah. some law of attraction. I'm, I'm certified mm-hmm. as a law of attraction. QSCA. Christy oh, Whitman. Oh, wonderful. And um, I haven't taken Margaret's course. I've been kind of following along with Tina, though. And I'm pretty, you know, I read the book and I'm pretty familiar with what she does and um. And I I was familiar with tapping before, so I've kind of been, I use it off and on, you know, kind of mix things up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you know, it all, you know, you learn so much every time you take one of these courses or, you know, or listen to a, a different speaker. You know, it, it's just, I think it's good to have a lot of little tools in your toolbox there that you can pull Absolutely. out when you need them.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is, that is really good. And, mm-hmm. and it sounds like based on your uh, expertise and and everything that you've been building on, you would like to work with small business owners. Because what I'm, what I'm trying to decide, not decide, but what I'm trying to do is the first thing that I always identify is who you are as an expert. In order to develop a business, you need to get in touch with who you are. Like what is it that you're an expert in, in a variety of things? And when you identify who you are as an expert, it becomes very clear who do you actually help because of that expertise that you have, Mm
3: -hmm. you know,
0: based on your experience, based on your educations and trainings, your knowledge, you you know, just acquired through Mm -hmm. life, um, and you know, a series of things. And I can give you the whole process that I do in order to get very clear on that, um, but it sounds like you have actually jumped into knowing that you would like to work with small business owners and help them. Would it be more with prosperity or expanding their businesses? What is it exactly that you would you would actually help them do? Um, well, that's
1: a good question. I think with uh, usually a big problem with... Um, um, small business people, or a lot of them, is you know, they're not making the money they want to make,
3: yeah. or
1: they're not setting goals um, mm-hmm. personal goals, or you know, maybe business goals. And, um, and I, you know, I always like to throw in a little um, health coaching, too. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have a whole, you know, whole body <clears throat> kind of thing, and so. But I'd say, you know, my, I guess my thought was to help whoever is motivated to make change and just get from where they are to where they want to be, you know, wherever that is. Yeah, that's pretty generic, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, no. I think, well, you know what? Actually, that is is the basic. It's it's basic and it's super important. So one mm-hmm. want is to help them identify what their goals are in either birth, business or personal. And help them achieve them. That's that's basically the definition of coaching, really, right? Just mm-hmm. coaching someone to achieve goals. Um, one of the pieces that I have found in order to become um, a business owner as a, as a coach is to really define your market and what and become even more clear about what you offer. So the the way that I that we would work is like. Yes, defining who you are as an expert, who do you mm-hmm. want to serve, what is it that you are the benefits, what are the problems that you solve, and what are the benefits that people that work with you will achieve. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that is the basis of your marketing. It's the basis right. of your unique transformational system, and it's the basis of your marketing. Mm-hmm. And it all, it all comes from you. right? It comes yeah. from who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's very it's very much congruent with who you are so you're not having to create anything that it's not you. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: and that is huge. So um uh I think it would be really important because one of, one of the mistakes that I have made and actually I, I heard Margaret say so many times is that in the beginning she just helped everyone. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh and you know, have you noticed when somebody's a specialist? Like you know, when you had an issue with your eyes, that you want mm-hmm. somebody that is a specialist in exactly exactly in what what is your your issue or your problem? What is your symptoms? Right. And you tend to we usually as humans we tend to trust a lot more a specialist than right. a, fa- a family doctor.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Does that make sense? Mhm. So, um one of the things that happens is that we get a little concerned about narrowing your you know narrowing your niche like who mm-hmm. is it, the people that you really wanna help that you' most actually experience to help and mm-hmm. that you enjoy working with mhm so how how does
1: how do you feel about everything that I'm sharing with you right now Does this well, it's it's all good. I'm trying to uh, trying to figure out what I'm what I'm a specialist at. <laughs> and, you know, mostly it's carpentry. <laughs> oh, really? Which is funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I know the best. And but uh, yeah. and do you like it? Oh yeah, I love
0: it. Yeah. And and so it so, there's something about. Is it more the um, the ability to build something, or is it the creative part of it? What is it so about the creative, our country?
1: Probably
2: both.
0: Yes. I
1: mean, I like being creative. I, I just like – I like building things, that, um, you know, like cabinets or a little something for the yard or maybe a deck, um, things like that. And I thought – actually, I thought about making a business out of that at one time, um, you know, and maybe just doing YouTube videos or something. I don't know. Um I I used, to, I used to do it years ago before anybody ever heard of YouTube. I did videos and they were they were like just kind of jokes because I was just playing with them and I would I would like say you can build it in 20 minutes or less and I would show myself building a deck in 20 minutes and I just, you know, I would put my camera on um, time lapse so just take a shot every now and then
3: mm-hmm. and you
1: know when I started the deck I I was like you know, wearing tank top and shorts. And when I finished it, I had a hood on and, and leaves were blown all around. But, you know, on the video, I finished it in 20 minutes. So I would just play with stuff like that. And then I, <laughs> but I quit doing that. And now it's like, you know, the thought of doing a video. Well, I guess that's because it was for fun and this seemed a little more serious. Yeah. You know, well, but... Not
0: necessarily. You're going to have a variety of videos depending on what you do because mm-hmm. some of them have to be fun. That is fabulous, you know. That is mm-hmm. something that it's really people. If you notice, people love things that we all love being entertained and having fun. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, I love that you're not unfamiliar with videos, and it sounds like you're totally comfortable with doing that.
1: Uh, yeah, with playing with it, okay. playing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, as long as you're playing. And why, it can, you know, it could definitely be about playing and creating something that is, absolutely, you know, that is fun, and yet it's, it's um, sharing information that would be useful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a key mm-hmm. component. Good. So it does seem to me that it would be a great idea for us to get clear, for you to get clear on mm-hmm. how you are as an expert, who you are as an expert. hmm Are you willing to do this process with me? Sure. Okay. Um, You're not going to hurt me, are you? I'm not going to hurt you. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) No, we're actually going to build something. We're going to really build something together. And this is the part, remember that I know you wanted to work with me individually. And this is the part that I said it would be great if you're part of the group because we're doing all of these as a group and we're experiencing... um, together um, mm-hmm. doing these exercises with each other. But um, but I'm more than happy to support you individually. I, I don't know, do you remember why you, you prefer to work individually with me and not be part of
1: the group? you remember that? Um, I know. I, I said something. Why was it? Well, part of it might have been the cost for right now. And... um. I, mean, I don't know if it was—I don't. Was the other one on more of a schedule? Um, it would not necessarily. There was. There are some Q and A
0: calls that you could either listen to the recordings. But mm-hmm. the big difference is that instead of using a one-on-one time and having my individual supporting these, I did trainings for the, the modules that we're going to do today, and mm-hmm. um, and you did it with a body, because you would do these these pieces with uh, a body. But it is true. That um, you know, you had five sessions for a thousand dollars, and those were ten sessions plus the group ended up being three thousand. So it, you know, being part of the group uh, added another thousand dollars to the to the whole thing. Um, so maybe that was your decision. I don't know. Uh, and at well, some the point... Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say um, the other thing I thought was doing the one on one i I would have to be more accountable i I tend to uh hide in a group
3: mm. yeah and I just yeah. thought
1: I might get more out of it, it to start out with you know yeah. I figured we'll start with these five and then see where it goes and absolutely. you know maybe, yeah, but yeah, yeah that's why I thought you know I've done a lot of group stuff, and you know i mm-hmm. uh yeah, i just i can hide awesome. yeah oh <laughs> okay, no problem, and you're absolutely right.
0: It would be a little harder because we are a small group. We're under 10 people or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's harder to hide. But you're absolutely right. It, it can happen. So let's mm-hmm. do it. This process, Mary, and let's see. I want, I want definitely to uh, for you to be on board. Okay. This process has four components. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do is I'm going to be the listener, which is definitely my role, and I'm going to be interviewing you. Okay. Uh, so the four phases of... How Who you are as an expert is, the first one we're going to talk about what is your innate brilliance, your innate genius, if you will, or you know like what are you good at and i'm going to ask you a few i'm going to ask you a question, and each time I'll ask you a question, i'm going to take notes, and it's going to be the same thing. The second piece is like what is your acquired genius or expert, things that trainings you have taken, um different academic uh in education you have had. So that's the second section section, sorry. The okay. third section is uh gains from pain. So who is what is your your genius of pain in a way, like what events have happened in your life that have actually you have acquired a lot of gain from. A lot of you have learned about yourself, the world and you know, you have learned a lot from it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And the last one is like what are you passionate about? And we build these these very holistic, very encompassing view of who you are as an expert. Okay. And the reason, and I'm going to send. What I would do is, like, I'm going to interview you in the next uh, minute or so. If you're, you know, if you're on board, and then I'll mm-hmm. send you the list. And I'm going to ask you to create something. This is the part that is going to. I'm going to ask you. Do you have any crayons or color pencils at home? Anything like that? Crayons are the mm-hmm. best. But sure. Fabulous. So I'm going to send you a PDF of a form, and you're gonna and I'll tell you what the exercise is. Oh, okay. You're gonna create a, a symbol or an image for each of your four geniuses.
1: An image of what?
0: Oh It's like okay. we're going to talk about. I'll tell you at the end. I think that I'm giving you too much information. And I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all about it, and I have the instructions and so on. So I'm just wanting to get, dive in and just start asking you the question. I'm okay. going to ask you only one question for the first phase. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to um, invite you to do is to go deeper and deeper, and it's more than an exercise that it's about, more about your body and your heart, where you, what you connect with, than thinking it through. That's why I'm going to I'm going to ask you about 15 or 20 times the same question.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: Okay. Mhm. So the question is what are you naturally good at? Sports? Perfect.
1: Thank you. Mhm.
0: What are you natural Yeah, what are you naturally good
1: at? Um organizing.
0: Nice. Thank you. And what are you naturally good at? Um,
2: talking to people.
0: Thank you. And what are you naturally good at? Um, actually,
2: I'm good at. Playing music. Playing
0: music? I couldn't hear the first word, sorry.
1: Yeah, playing music.
0: Playing music.
1: <clears throat> Do you actually play an instrument? Uh, a couple. Guitar. Um, not so much. I used to play um, banjo and little piano, and harmonica, some of that stuff. I don't play mm-hmm. much at all anymore, but I always did enjoy it. Oh, it always I always kind of came naturally,
0: yeah. So... Thank you. What are you naturally good
1: at? Building things. Yes.
0: Thank you. And what are you naturally
2: good at? Um, naturally good at... Hmm. Gardening. I guess I don't know if that's naturally or not. Flaming, you said.
1: No gardening.
0: Gardening, yes, well, I am.
2: Mm-hmm. And what are you naturally good at? Hmm. hmm. I might be running out. Yes, that's okay.
0: Just take a breath. Okay. Let it go. hold it out, I'm going to invite you to just tap. And we're inviting your body, just tapping to stop into the points of breathing, allowing your whole body to just give us any information that would be useful to find out we can get a clear picture of who you are as an expert. What is that? The genie in your lamp. And what was that? Like how you were just, the question you mean, or what I just
1: said? What you just said, yeah.
0: Yeah. That we're inviting as you tap and breathe, and just inviting your body to give us information about what is it that you're naturally good at. Just um, you're naturally good at. What is that thing that you're naturally good at, Mary?
2: Um. Naturally good at getting
1: people together.
2: Hmm. Thank you. Um. And as you take
0: another breath, and you can just you can tap in, you know, through the points or your collarbone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else are you naturally good at?
2: Um. Well, project management, and that's what I mm. do. Yeah. And what else are you naturally good at?
1: helping people um I mean, I've always kind of been an informal coach with my friends because I I do read and listen to a lot of motivational spiritual personal development stuff so it's kind of kind of always been able to talk one on one especially with people in uh yeah kind of help them see things a different way.
2: Mm, okay. <clears throat> it sounds like um, you're good at bringing perspective
0: and you're a good listener. Is that true?
1: Uh, I say so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And is there something else that you're good at?
0: You're naturally good at? Naturally good at? Uh, I would say mostly it's
1: uh, the natural stuff like sports and creativity. So.
2: Mm,
0: how about creativity? You oh, mentioned uh, music. What kind of creativity would you like to mention?
1: Um, just like coming up with uh, ideas for gifts or cards or um, you know I do little things at Christmas for the whole family I create some kind of game for us to play
3: Mm,
2: yeah yeah and thank you what else are you naturally good at? Not sure. Okay. Does it feel like
0: if you just take a breath and just just wondering if there's anything else that we need to listen to? What you're naturally good at? Mm
1: -hmm. All I can think of.
0: Okay, so it sounds like we covered we covered most of it hmm Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to move into your acquired genius. Okay. So we're going to talk about... I'm going to ask you four types of questions. What education have you had?
1: Okay. Are we starting? Yes.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, am a trained carpenter, firefighter, Building inspector, electrical inspector.
0: Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, building inspector, you said trained carpenter, building inspector, firefighter. Mm-hmm. There was more, yeah. Uh,
1: That's electrical inspector. And yeah. uh, I have just a couple years of college. Um, I studied a lot of. You drafting and design, that kind of thing. Um, let's see. I I was a hypnotist for a while. I um, had coaching training, and let's see, what is it? NLP, long time ago.
2: Okay. Uh-huh.
0: You can take a breath and see you so the education you've had. Um and how about the so the trainings you've had? Because you you cover quite a few trainings as well, right? Mm-hmm. What trainings have you had?
1: How many trainings? Yeah. In sixty years? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A bunch. Um oh, I've right. right.
0: I mean, it's you name some already. You name a lot yeah. already, right? But it sounds like there's more.
1: There's more. Um, well, I, I do a lot of woodworking classes, go to a lot of woodworking classes and, and musical. You know, I've had a lot of music lessons and
2: hmm, training. That's quite you you
0: got a really nice list. So you said yeah. you're a trained carpenter, building inspector, firefighter, electrical inspector, you've got two years of college for drafting and design, you're a hypnotist, you got coaching training, NLP, woodworking and musical classes and lessons.
3: Mhm.
0: So we got the trainings covered or there's other I trainings so. Okay. Now is another piece of acquired genius for you, um which is what skills do you have, and some of them we just cover right, but there's right. also what skills do you skills and knowledge, which are they're slightly different,
1: yeah, so you want skills and yeah knowledge. Let's, let's
0: talk about let's talk about skills first, what skills do you have?
1: Um, well, I kind of, you know, I'm pretty good at organizing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, let's say I'm a decent carpenter. And, yeah, I have skills, the coaching skills, a lot of coaching mm-hmm. skills. And
2: um, let's see. I have a lot of, Building skills, basically mean mm.
0: yes, yeah, um, and, hmm. yeah, and just to allow it to see
2: what other skills do you have, Mary hmm. Hmm.
0: there's one piece that um. I know my role tends to be pretty, should be very passive, but I feel inspired to to mention something. You mentioned that you actually did some videos and you share them. So there's something about the technical piece, like technology, that you can you're good with. It sounds like, or you can figure things out.
1: Yeah, yes, I, I do. I, I like all my little technology, my phone, and my iPad, and my little cameras, and um, you know I've got. A little, My scanners, I mean I've got three or four computers set up, you know, just cuz I like it. <laughs> right. Well, and not like
0: not only that, but you so you you like learning. That's one of the I do. Most yes. skill. Yeah.
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you enjoy learning. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you you have something te- you have definitely technology skills. Yeah. 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 Mhm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Now, what knowledge have you acquired in
2: your life? What different knowledge? Um, I think um,
1: mostly I've learned that, you know, not to get overly excited about what's going on because, you know, in a few days or a few weeks or a few years, you f- you'll forget all about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that you got to let people be where they are you know and not everybody is uh i don't I don't think is evolved not at, at the same rate you know yeah. like some people act like neanderthals and some people just seem you know enlightened and mm-hmm. that's just where they are you know in their evolution or whatever uh i think those are a couple of big ones for me yeah and um let's see and I learned, you know, probably the hard way, like most people, that you need to go with your gut when you're, you're not, you know, trying to make decisions, <laughs> who to trust, you know, who to, what to do, and where to go. And, and another thing that I know that I didn't know before I was a carpenter was that um, working. Like you know, I, I would I would watch people, you know, being an apprentice carpenter. I mean, and you have to you know be able to do things you couldn't, didn't think you could do, strength wise, you know, lifting yeah. you didn't think you could do, you know, climb on things, you know, way higher than you want to go, and and just pick things up that just no way you could pick them up. And what I found was it doesn't matter how big you are. That I'd say eighty eighty five percent of it was um, your attitude.
3: Mm. You know, maybe
1: you know, cause I yeah, I watched little guys and big guys do the same thing, and I thought, and I never thought I could, be any, and I found out, you know, it's just your determination. You know what? What you think you can do is what you can do. You know. Yes. Yeah. It's not you know. So that was that was interesting. That is huge. Uh, that is really huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you so know you that.
0: Have... Uh? Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I was just going to say that, you know, then I realized, you know, a long time ago that your beliefs have a whole lot to do with, your, you know, where you are in life and what you can and can't do. I mean, it's just what you believe you can and can't do or just have the desire for. But,
0: mm. Mm, yes. So my beliefs have a lot to do with what I want them to be or what I am I, I believe I'm able to be mm-hmm.
1: or do. You asking me or telling me?
0: No, no, no. I'm asking you. I'm clarifying. So my, you, it would be that my beliefs. Well, I have learned that my beliefs have a lot to do with where I am and what I'm, what I feel capable
2: of doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Perfect.
0: Is there any other knowledge that you have acquired through life?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, you can't fix anybody.
2: That is a huge one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially it doesn't want to be fixed. Not that anybody's broken. You know, nobody's broken, but I know you can't... Uh, well, kind of like what I said before. You just gotta let people be where they are. But, um,
0: but it's, it's, it's. Am I hearing that if you cannot fix anybody, nobody's necessarily broken. But if they want to improve, it has to come from them.
1: Right. They need to decide or feel motivated to actually change. Right. And I uh, forget how somebody once said they have to have enough pain. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's true, that is yeah. true, and that's what we are going to cover at some point, uh, you know, painful and urgent problems that you you want to solve, because those are the people that would be willing to pay for it, mm-hmm. right, that would be willing to pay for your support. Absolutely.
2: Is there any other knowledge that you have acquired through life? And just, um, you know, more, a lot more about how
1: we think the universe works, you know, law of attraction and that kind of thing, and back to beliefs, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, just a more, you know, I was raised Catholic. I'm definitely not Catholic. You know, I'm definitely not anything.
3: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and that's because, you know, what i've learned about religion, you know, and uh and miracles and metaphysics and magic and all that, you know. Yeah. Like i'm open open to anything. Yeah. Mhm. So it I, sounds like it, everything is really possible. That's your new your new mm-hmm. religion in a way. Right. Right. You know, and then everybody can take the path they want. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how, I don't care what path you take, whatever works for you in your life, and and, um, and I say I'm open, you know, because every, every week or month or year, you know, you're hearing something you never heard before or learn something, yeah. you know, and so it's all interesting. Yeah. You know, that's kind but, of one reason I, you know, like you I don't like to hang my hat on anything because it's like this is what we know today. Mm. You know, this is yeah. what we know today. It may not be that tomorrow. You know, you might swear by something today and find out well. You know, like the, you know, you shouldn't eat bananas. You shouldn't eat eggs.
3: Yes, you're <laughs> right. know,
1: cholesterol or there's something else in them. You know, and then uh, next time it's oh, it's okay now.
3: <laughs> right. You know, so
1: that kind of same thing with knowledge to me. I mean, you know what you know today, but. You know what you think you know. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
3: that's
0: that's very
1: powerful. So it sounds like one of the the,
0: the the acquired knowledge that you've had is that change is constant. Mm-hmm. That's true. That you're, right? Change co- is constant. I don't know if that is part of your knowledge, um, but more than that, you are a student of life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Would you you feel like you're a student of life? I mean, given everything you're sharing with me, it seems very clear to me
1: that you are. Yeah, I can say so. Yeah. Another thing I've seen is when you resist the change, you just make yourself miserable. Yes.
3: You're absolutely right.
1: I see that in my mother a lot. Mm. She's so resistant. And she's so miserable. Not all the time, but she's always tense. Mm. Yeah. And she's eighty eight. That's like that's <laughs> that's when I figured, you know, you're not gonna change this woman, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for
0: you. So that yeah. is that is really huge, right? And I'm definitely noticing that because um at one point you decided that I bet that uh your mother was inspired by a lot of these new knowledge that you developed.
1: Maybe uh, the way she is. Uh yeah. Yeah, true.
0: That's it's usually a huge, a huge part of who we are. Our parents, right?
3: right? And that's how we mm-hmm. came. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm. I am kind of, a, a, I'm a, go ahead. I was just gonna say I kind of pay attention to what I don't like about her because, I, and then I I look at myself and to make sure I'm not heading in that direction. <laughs> and
3: mm-hmm. then
1: you know, there's a lot of good things about her too that you know I. Uh, I'm I'm happy with, but I try to make sure the things that I see that I don't like that I don't evolve into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're you're alert and aware, mm-hmm. as, um, and definitely acknowledge that you definitely have some of her in you, right?
1: Oh yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yep. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, are there any? This was a fabulous list. I mean, it's going. It's, it's fabulous with everything, I'm just curious, is there any other knowledge that you have acquired that you would like to add to this list? Um, I think I'm good for now.
2: Wonderful. Okay. okay. So
0: let's go into our next one, which is, this is the one that is, when you say, are you going to hurt me, these are the ones that could be a little bit um, emotionally <laughs> uncomfortable.
1: Okay. Um. <laughs>
0: uh, and that's why I wanna make absolutely clear that you understand the benefit of doing it, which is that there's certain things that we acquire as knowledge and trainings and skills that are you know, we observe life and we um you know, we develop our, our belief system and what works, what doesn't work and so on, which is a fabulous thing that you've done. And there's certain things that we just acquire in a very much deeper sense in our bodies from the different pains and, and you know significant events in our lives that have caused us pain. Mm-hmm. And that's what is the like gains from pains, right? So mm-hmm. it would be your your the genius your genius of
1: pain in a way. Okay. My genius of pain. So you wanna know yeah. what caused me pain?
0: Well it was, this is what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna focus more on more than the actual event. You can name the event, you know, this is what happened, and this is what I learned. Um, Okay. Does that that make sense that you were going to talk Mm -hmm.
1: about, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Shall I go?
0: I'm ready when you are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first thing, of course, that pops in my mind was my marriage. And uh, that, what I learned from that was... um, that I should have stood my ground long before, um, you know, like five years before we got divorced. That mm. you know, I should have, I should have stopped what was going, things that were going on then, and addressed them then, and and then made you know a decision. You know, we can do this or we can't do this. But instead, I let it go and let it go and let it go, and you know, you just get hurt, and then you you know let it, you just forget about it for a while and things go smooth and then, you know, it comes up again, it never gets resolved Mm -hmm. and so I think, you know but I still kind of have little issues with um, not dealing with things right away Um, that I know I'd be better off if I did, sometimes I do avoid things but that's the big one, I I just remember five years, you know, if I was taking some action five years ahead uh, we may have made it, may, may not, but And um, having stepkids was a learning experience, too. And that was all part of – I had two stepkids. They both had two different mothers, and and I had not – didn't have kids. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. (laughs) Uh, That I just – I learned, too, that, you know, I expected life to be a certain way based on how I was raised. But, hell, they weren't raised like I was. It took me a long time to figure that out, Um, that – they didn't have, you know, a mom and dad that was there all the time. You know, they were yeah. split up. They were shipped around from here to there. They, you know, had to deal with mothers, other mothers that they didn't really want. Right. So I, I, you know, finally figured out that you know you're you just gotta we see things from
2: different perspectives. Yeah. And let's see. See what else? Oh
1: no, you know you have relationships that you know break up and you're sad, other than just some marriage. And of I guess course. they kind of avoid relationships, though, and since some of that.
0: Mm, I, so there's I'd certain say, things that definitely have not been
1: all resolved. resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have to uh, say too that my I didn't my parents didn't I never saw them you know, hold hands or, you know, growing up. I don't know. In fact, they were hardly ever together. Mom worked days and dad worked nights, you know. And what's funny is uh, I've got three, two sisters and a brother. The three girls have all been divorced. Mm. Uh, Two of us have no kids. One remarried, a jerk I might add, and has um, a couple kids. And then my brother never married at all. And so you have and,
0: to, you are three sisters and one brother. So you two sisters.
1: With, yeah, four oh, right, of us right, with you. Yeah, with
0: four of you. Yeah. yeah. And there's two also, grandkids. Huh? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So all the sisters, you and your sisters, all your three of you got divorced, and your brother yeah. was never married. Right. And there's only two children.
1: Right. Two grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, and mom, you know, always wonder why there's no more, not more grandchildren. And I uh, you know, it didn't look to me like it was all that. I never even had any desire to get married. It, my, you know, husband wanted to. And I thought, well, I was living with him at the time, and he had a, one st- his stepson's coming, or his son's coming over. I thought this isn't setting a very good example. <laughs> so
3: <laughs>
1: right. we went ahead and got married, but... Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's never a goal of mine. And I just, you know, I don't know for sure, but I keep thinking that it's just, you know. I mean, I had fun growing up, but I don't know. Something something was off there. Okay.
0: Something was, yeah, you had fun growing up, but there was something that sounds like it, and I don't know if this would be a gain from pain or not. This is one, but it's a little bit more... Uh, com- complex, I would like to say, mm-hmm. is that when I hear something like this, and I actually am working with a client that has somewhat of a similar um, you know, story, um, mm-hmm. And there's always a little bit of, of a red flag to me. It's like, okay, what was it that you mm-hmm. learned about marriage and having children that you said, you know, I'm, I'm not that interested? Mm-hmm. And with full respect, right? Because there are there are a lot of women that are not interested in having children and I'm no problem or no, I don't want to get married. But when there's a family trade, you know, and mm-hmm. that family I'm um, I'm curious, well what's going on that send the message that marriage just was not was not necessarily something
1: that you wanted to do. Are you asking me or are you just wondering?
0: Well, I'm just, no, I'm asking you, and I'm also, that it's that's a question that comes up, and yeah. you you may have an answer in a, um you may have an answer, or maybe your subconscious definitely knows it.
1: Yeah. You didn't
0: want to get married. You got married because he wanted to, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't sound like it actually worked great right for you, either. How long were you married? Twelve years. Wow. Ah.
1: And we're still friends. I mean, we weren't for a little while there, but now we're still friends. We're friends. He comes to some family functions, and I go to some of his family functions. But you know, that just friends, right? Yeah. Was it? Would you say that it was a good marriage? Um, in the beginning, it was. Uh, you know what? And I figured there's some things I kind of figured in. That somebody brought up i forget who i was talking to um his dad was an alcoholic mm. and i liked to party a little myself uh-huh and someone i was talking to i don't know who it was it was some kind of know, a coach or somebody said it well, could have probably. been tina or not huh
0: was it tina
1: no, no, it wasn't her, it, but it was somebody who said, who I never thought before that I probably triggered a lot of stuff yeah. for him that I didn't know because I thought, what is your problem? You know, and uh, I don't know. But so he was, you know, he was raised by a dad who was somewhat, well, loaded a lot, gone a lot, and um, sometimes violent, you know, oh, so. Okay. And he, had, he was married three times. I was the third one, you know, so there was some stuff going on there with him and actually my side of the family there's um alcoholism too my grandmother and all mm-hmm. her sisters were that way so and yeah, i don't know that probably you know has played the part in all of it you know mm-hmm. well codependency and all that other kind of stuff and uh, i don't know mm-hmm. but he you know yeah i mean we had a lot of fun at for a while there because he loves sports and I love sports and we like music and stuff and then I don't but the, the step kid thing was we did not see eye to eye on that at all mm. and that was a big problem and then uh, I thought finances if we would have split our finances so he could spend his money any way he wanted on his kids it, we would have been okay I, I think that would have helped um, but he didn't want to do that he didn't want to you know address anything I thought well I don't agree with everything you're doing, and it's half my money. You know, so that was kind of an issue. But anyway, so
0: would you? Could we say that one of the gains we were trying to extract the gains from the pain? One of the major things would be that if you actually had had um, a more clear understanding of each other, your issues, and you could um, separate. Uh, you know, if you had more, uh, a clearer understanding of each other, the issues that you both have, and how important it was for you to keep some independence when it came to finances, that would have really supported the marriage in a much healthier way.
1: It would have been, yeah. It would have helped.
0: Okay. Yeah. Were you at the time uh, learning about, you know, doing personal development and things like that, or uh, not
1: at um, all? Let's see. I had I had started. Yeah, I probably when I was twenty five or six or something like that, I was I my first course was um how to build high self esteem by Jack Canfield. Hmm. Yeah. Very very yeah. first one I saw and I took and, and that kinda of started it. But then, you know, it wasn't really into the metaphysical, it was just personal development, which kinda of gets into that, but it was early personal development. Um, But, yeah, I was doing a little bit of that. Um, Was he as well or not quite? No. No, and I could never get him to talk. And that was the thing. I couldn't get him to talk Mm -hmm. unless I could get him to drink a beer or two. Then he would lighten up a little bit. Um, But it's like, you know, we we could never talk. So.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So can, can we say, what have you learned from this? It sounds like your marriage was one of the major painful experiences in your life.
1: Yeah. It a lot of yeah. Um, what did I learn? Well, I'm not married again. I guess I figured that out. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess I didn't, not something that I, I probably is healthy that I learned, but I, I guess I did kind of close my heart.
3: Mm.
1: You know, let I me mean, And I know, you know, I know that. But, you know, yeah. I I guess being vulnerable that way is not my idea of fun. Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's interesting because um, it's not... Okay. But it's not necessarily being vulnerable, but being hurt. Right. Right? Because you can be vulnerable... But that could lead to being hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because being vulnerable can lead to being hurt. Mhm. Yeah. Did you love
1: mm-hmm. him? Oh uh, yeah. I, I I'm still do in a way. I mean, you know, we're I, I care about him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he remarry for the fourth time? No, he had a couple other girlfriends, and he finally just gave it up. <laughs> I don't think he dated for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And you haven't. You just
0: closed closed off, or you have had?
1: Yeah, I did for uh, a little while after we got married, and then it's just like, oh, you know, it's just not worth the headache. And to me, it was like, I guess because I haven't met the right person. What? I don't yeah. know. But well, my sense
0: is that there are certain things that need to be healed in order for you to open up and be
1: mm-hmm. uh, c- yeah. allow
0: that possibility to really happen.
1: Yeah. yeah I know, agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how
0: long have you been divorced?
1: 20 years. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long
0: yeah. time. It's been a long time, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I think about that. It's like, wow, where did 20 years go? Yeah. I think I've found somebody in twenty years that I like to hang out with at least, but oh well, I, I mean, know you it. have, but you know what
0: it's interesting if you're not open, you know just very much like the law of attraction, if you're not open to it uh you're not gonna you're not gonna either attract them or if you if they're around, you're not gonna see it you're not gonna see right. that person. so right. that's how the 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 beauty of the law of attraction is that it really works all the time, <laughs> and if you're close yeah. you're not you know. Mm-hmm. So Mary, we have one last one. I'm going to send this information to you, okay? And I'm going to send you um, um, the the instructions of how to do it. You can um, you can do the last part on your own. And what I would love is to um, to receive from you before our next
1: call. Which mm-hmm. do, do
0: you have something scheduled already?
1: I have not yet. I didn't know when and you know, what is the schedule for a week or a month? Or... Uh, sure no,
0: what... I think this is actually definitely on your time, and right. I do want to share with you that I'm here the next week and a half, and then I'm leaving, I'm going on vacation um, the 16th of this month, and I'm coming back on July 5th. Okay. So we can, I know that I still have time available, not a ton, but a little bit of time available next week and next the following. Okay. Um We can definitely meet both weeks if you feel up for it, or we can meet just in two weeks. It's entirely up to you. We were getting to a good start, and I would love to um, to get you going. So I leave you those weeks that I'm away with some some assignments for you to do. Mm-hmm. Um And uh, and it would be wonderful if you want to have Tina join you if she's interested, because there's some that are really great to do with a buddy. Um okay. That would be good. Yeah. Okay. And I would like—I would love to reach out to Tina. We had such an amazing conversation. Um, I don't know. Uh, I was surprised. I thought she was going to—we you know, going to work together in some way. But you probably know more about that or where she's at.
1: Well, she um, just—I think wanted to wanted to finish doing oh, the Margaret Lynch thing. You yeah, know, I mean, she wanted to make sure she had a good grasp on that. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I know. Yes, yeah, she she definitely considered it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you know, it would be it would be wonderful to mostly to address one maybe the the blocks to actually getting things done. And the the way the way that I do this marketing piece and developing your business, um, yeah. it's a combination of all the work that I've done with Margaret plus another business coach that I've been working with as well. And and I have found it very um, very easy to do this and to follow these um, this pattern because. Margaret is absolutely fabulous and inspiring,
2: but she's mm-hmm. not
0: very linear. <laughs> Remember we were talking, we started with structure and being linear. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. sometimes that she's, that's not the case.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. But she's an
0: amazing, amazing, um, amazing coach. I mean, she's so unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's fabulous. So um, this is what I would love for you to do. I'm going to send these, um, these um, three faces that we covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm going to send you the instructions for you to complete phase four, which is what are you passionate about? So it's your genius from your passion, like you know. And some of them, I, I want you to uh, notice that some of them overlap because it's about you, right? So you're passionate right. about being physical and enjoying and creating and building and all that. Um, and you know, so you keep on asking yourself, what are you passionate about? Um, and you, I would recommend that you do it like at least ten or fifteen times, and okay. just try to go deeper. Um, I do, I do. I, I am sending all the, I'm sending the two PDFs of the instructions of what you do with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and feel free to, you know, if there's something that doesn't make sense, write to me and let me know. Um, okay. You know, like what are you talking about when you're saying these? Um, and then from these, we're gonna actually go a little bit into who do you really want to work with, who is the person that would most benefit from what you do and mm-hmm. who you are. And uh, I'm going to start talking about uh, service-based marketing, or I call it spiritual marketing. Okay. And um, and notice anything that comes up that is like, well, I don't want to do it, or any resistance or anything that comes up at all, we're going to address that. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful yep. start, Mary. Fabulous. So I'm going to send you all these and... Um, Uh, I hope to see you in my calendar next week and and the following, or either. Okay. That sounds good. Great. Okay. Wonderful start.
1: I look forward to
0: talking again.
1: Me too. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.